following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to another fantastic, super-duper exciting installment of Radio Law Talk. And for those that are regular listeners, which we hope are all of you, the thousands upon thousands out there across the world listening to us, will recognize... Holy Toledo, that's not Fred Penny talking. (laughs) Todd Cunin sitting in for Fred Penny, who is on assignment this week. Fred, I know you're listening out there. I presume you're listening. We miss you, buddy. Todd Cunin here with Denise Dirks, seated in the usual seat of prominence to the right of me. Well, to the right of the person sitting in the host chair. Denise is over here. Denise, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. That's good to hear. You know, a lot of people say I'm doing good, and I was informed, like, in my mid twenties, that somehow that's grammatically incorrect. I no, it's it's only grammatically incorrect if you're not doing good things. Now, if you're doing good things, helping your neighbor, helping old ladies across the street, then you are in fact doing good. If you're feeling okay, then you're doing well. Okay, and for those of you that are regular listeners, <laughs> the voice of wisdom from behind the glass is none other than Cal Hunter who is uh, always keeping us in line, whether it be keeping us on the straight and narrow with how we run the show or correcting our grammar. <laughs> no, not correcting, just clarifying. You, you said you said it correctly. I just wanted to make sure people understood what you were saying. Yes, how are you, Cal? How was your week? You know, it was really... Uh, I've been sick all week, so I'm back, you're kind of not playing hurt now. I'm doing fine, but, you know, those one of those lingering two-week-in, two weeks where you got it, and two-weeks-out kind of colds. That's the kind I've been battling, so it's been kind of fun. That has been <laughs> that has been going around this oh, area, and, yeah. and and for those of you on the radio listening here, it is not something you can catch by listening to radio. Yeah, you're Law safe, Talk. perfectly you safe. You are perfectly safe. The weather has been re- here in Northern California. The weather has been. Um, what's the word I'm going to use? Uh, really, really good and really, really bad at the same time. Good in the sense that we got tons of snow in the Sierra, all kinds of water in the river, in the rivers and streams, and oh, a lot of wind and a lot of destruction and flooding and power outages and all of that. So we had fire in the summer, water in the winter. You would think we in Northern, Northern California would say, okay, God, we get it. There's a problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. So blizzard, blizzard conditions in the Sierra. Sierra Nevada Mountains. I yep. mean, it's one of only five times in the last decade they've had to declare blizzard conditions, and it was, and that was over the uh, over the last couple of days. My fence in my backyard took a hit. Woke up the other day, and I'll be danged if that thing wasn't tipped over. And my neighbor's yeah. pit bull was in my backyard. Yeah. Well, it was just tired. It needed to lay yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, what's over here, yeah. boy? My side fence went down. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Just, golly, all this stuff happening. But you know what? None of that has anything to do with what we're going to talk about today, but there, in addition to the inclement weather and stuff in our neck of the woods, a lot of stuff has been happening on the legal front. Can you believe the amount of stuff that we shot back and forth over the week getting prepped for this show, Denise? I, I, it was a lot, and I spent a long time last night going over it. And, 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 it was you, a lot. And, you know, it, it, it's... 
we're not even going to scratch the surface of everything that was out there because uh, you hesitate to say this, but this is only a three-hour show. You know, I mean, this show is long enough, is as long as it took Gilligan's Island and everybody to get lost on the minnow. You know, it was supposed <laughs> to be a three-hour tour. So, um, but yeah, we, we we can't get to everything here, but we're going to try to get the. Uh, Get the highlights of what we thought was interesting. Uh, Robert Durst back in the news with his murder trial. We're going to talk about that and and how a judge made a ruling in his case that I, I tell you that is that is going to be a tough one for him to overcome with that ruling. We'll talk about that. We've got Jonathan um, Martin, former NFL lineman. If you recall, way back in the day, there was an issue where one NFL lineman bullied the other one. That the the bully got suspended for a year and then Martin went to another team well now he's in legal trouble facing uh, a crime in California that if convicted could be a strike wow a felony strike on his record okay and and it involves free speech it 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 involves free speech to you know here's the thing well speech whether it's it, it, free or not yes because <laughs> how free can it be if you're going to go to jail for yeah. it well because the supreme court did lay down certain certain restrictions reasonable restrictions on free speech if it involved hate crime threats to do harm to others things like that fire in a crowded theater yes Yes. and and, and we hear that bandied about a lot and and i think that when people hear well that's hate speech it's not hate speech if it's just you know i don't like you well that sounds really rude and hate speech hate speech has a specific definition fear speech has and you know we're going to talk about what he did and you know i'm telling you boy this seems to fit into that definition people were legitimately scared by what he did stormy daniels you know the uh, the lawsuit carousel is still going <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why they sued the way they sued. That. I submit to you both, and I did at the time this story came out, she just wants to get back in the limelight to pick up higher fees at the strip clubs at which she appears. She can't stand being out of the limelight. That's just my own theory. She, she, if she is not relevant, she's not making that, money. That's the point. Yeah. 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 So and do, do women have a right to birth control? That's another issue that's coming up. Exactly. Um, and right now it involves, it, it, first it just involved part of the state are part of the states of the United States, and now there is a federal preclusion on a certain provision, and we'll talk about that. We've got uh, sports news. Um, a, a student in Alabama had her ability to participate reinstated after there was an inadvertent possible violation of the rules that could have affected her uh, eligibility as an amateur athlete. Mm. Uh, a, a bunch of things going down. We'll get to stuff Mariah with Mariah Carey again. Oh, oh golly, Mariah Carey. I mean, on the heels of our discussion last week, in the week before, it just doesn't stop. I mean, I think Mariah Carey and Stormy Daniels are competing for who can do the most. Harvey Weinstein, yes, the getting to be the staple of the Radio Law Talk topic bin. Harvey Weinstein is in it again. Um, and I kind of understand why his attorney did what he did. Uh, but, you know, hey, that's interesting. we got a lot of stuff. But maybe the most important thing and probably what a lot of people really tune in for is good old case or no case. How many are we going to do today, Cal? Well, at least two. And I'm right now combing through my archives to come up with a third because I, I realized that there – but on the third one – it's going to be plus minus, meaning if you win, you get the points. If you lose, we take them away. 
So, so it, well, let me ask you. And what you, if I just abstain? You can't abstain. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, me, let me ask you this. You're up by eight points. It's okay, Denise. <laughs> Kyle, let, let me ask you this. Does combing through the archive, is that code for, let me see what I can make up exactly. in the next 15 minutes? <laughs> What's come up with, not necessarily makeup, but come well, up I was, with. I was going to see if you can abide on that one. <laughs> I, do, I do have several cases, you know, around that I'm in the various stages of researching and writing, so... Yeah, it means I have to come through and say, hmm, let's take this element let's, here, yes. let's put Wookiee over here, <laughs> <laughs> Batman over here. Yeah, basically. As, uh, you know, we'll probably get to the case or no case after the break, which will allow us to get to this. It's an important part, and we have to say this just so that people understand Radio Law Talk, we are not giving advice. Radio Law Talk is here as an entertainment show to go ahead and talk about general legal topics, topics of interest. And somehow, sometime, we are able to impart nuggets of wisdom as to what is going on, but nothing we say should be interpreted as specific legal advice to your specific legal questions. And by all means, do not go to court and say, Your Honor, we should win because Todd, Fred, and Denise said X, Y, and Z. Because if you did that... Well, I don't know. If you quoted Denise, you might win. But anybody else, you wouldn't. And we're going to head to break here in a little bit. Thank you for joining us, Todd Kunin, Denise Dirks, and Cal Hunter, the three amigos. See? Holding down the fort. We'll be back after these messages with some Case or No Case. Get your guesses on Case or No Case is coming up. Segment two of Hour One, the Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll-free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. I got too much law talk on my hands. For those of you that know the uh, intro music that we play there, a little bit of sticks, too much time on my hands. I loved that song growing up. It reminds me of riding in the back of my cousin 67 Chevelle back in the mid-70s. Their bass player is from Redding, California. Really? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to get into some case or no case. Before we do, before we do, folks, when, uh, when listen up. If you want to participate in case or no case, and we would love to have somebody tweet in. You tweet it to, you know, Denise is going to give the information. Tweet or call. How can they participate, Denise? Well, first of all, you can tweet at Radio Law Talk, or you can hashtag case or no case, uh, and most importantly, you can call us at 855-529-7234. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. And, and if you don't want to be on the radio, you can still call in. Tell Cal what your answer is, and he'll tell us what it is, what somebody said. We'd love the participation. Cal, take it away. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Right, ladies and gentlemen, I take you to Clarksville, Texas. By the way, our two cases that I have so far are Texas law. Texas, wish I had a Texas, should have had the eyes of Texas playing, but I don't. Just imagine it in the background and a boomy announcer going, now, 
Texas law on Radio Law Talk. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm imagining that. Okay, right I got now. that okay. vision. vision. I, yeah. All right. Now, and, our story uh, begins good. in Clarksville, Texas. Yes, the last train to Clarksville, Texas, where Mark and Rhonda Lesher run a successful business, or they did, until the couple, along with a man who works for them, were <coughs> accused of sexual assault by a family in their small northeastern Texas community. So, well, then you need to turn off your mic there while you're coughing, and we'll get rid of that nice situation. There. You know, I, you know, look, look. I, I, right now, this, this is like the soccer players that get hurt and then flop around on yeah, the ground yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I think Denise is feigning injury. <laughs> you, you said plus or minus, and it's got her spooked a but, little. But not on this one. <laughs> not, not on this one. So, this, uh, this family now is accused of sexual assault. In January of 2009, a jury found the couple and their ranch hand not guilty on all charges. But even before the three were indicted, a steady stream of anonymous attacks on the web forum Topics.com started to flow. And after a while, the money to their businesses stopped flowing. They started going broke and they thought, gee, I wonder if we could sue for defamation of character and for damages. However, of course, the problem, all of the posts on Topics.com are anonymous. And so I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, this this case in Clarksville, Texas, is it a case or no case? And Denise, I'm good. this time I'll start with you. I'll give you the first opportunity to, uh, which I know you're excited about. <laughs> I'm excited yeah, because Stormy Daniels sued for defamation again, and I don't understand that. Um, <clears throat> well, this is, luckily is not her, but but but. What was the name yeah. of the people again? Because I I only got um, Marsha's name. Their name is Mark and Rhonda Lesher. L E S H E R. I do not know the ranch hand's name. I'm sorry. Mark and Rhonda Lesher and their ranch hand, Clarksville, Texas, accused of sexually abusing children and sexually assaulting a woman, a mother of the children in the child care uh, operation. Wow. Yeah, mother but of their of the business children. was in child care. Business was, was ranching and child care. Oh, both. He okay. ran the ranch. She ran the child care. You know, kind of a pretty normal thing for people to do, I think. So what do you think? So can they sue <clears throat> topics.com? Yeah, what can they and, do? How, how do they work that work? And the defendants does one through whatever, because they're anonymous, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's, Todd's giving me the look like this is all BS. But anyway, <laughs> Longhorn BS. <laughs> I can see the look in his eye. You have a tattoo, No, this too, is a Todd. case. This is a ca- <laughs> oh, yes, I probably do. <laughs> this is a case. Okay. And... And what do you suppose the outcome might have been were this, if this is, in fact, an actual case? I think that they recover. Hmm. And, and the ranch hand's part of that, right? So the, yeah, all three the of suit, them. The all suit was brought against Topics.com, and they sought discovery so they could get to the person who actually submitted it anonymously. They could discover who that person was by their... Um, Web their, yeah, I, I, their email IP address. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they sued Doe's once, whatever. They added back in the people as they discovered who was saying it. And I say that they recover because it was absolutely false. If they recover, how much do you think they might have recovered? Let's just take this all the way through. And that's, we won't hold you to this part of your answer. Just speculation on your part. Um, I think each of them would recover $350,000. All right. 
Fair enough. Mr. Kunin, case or no case on the last train to making a living in Clarksville, Texas? Uh, last train in Clarksville. Uh, that's okay. Right. That's right. Well, you know, let's, let me think about the potential plaintiffs here, and, I, and I'm not going to, you know, one person that they may, one entity that they may want to sue. I get a lot of my clients say the same thing. I want to sue the DA for prosecuting me. I want to sue the cops for doing this. Right. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. never going to work. work. Okay, yeah. you, no. you can't sue them. They have prosecutorial immunity. They have investigatory immunity, so that's not going to work there. Um, if you could sue those folks, then the prosecution of crimes would come to a screeching halt, grinding halt, if that were the case. Much to the delight of many criminals in yes, California yes. and other states. So then the next question is, can they sue, or would they sue the, uh, what's, what's the name of the website? Topics. Topics. T-O-P-I-X. So would they sue topics.com? I don't know what disclaimers topics.com has, but, you know, I'm reminded of, um, you know, probably even before this radio show went on, the radio station usually says something like, um, the topics covered here don't necessarily represent the views of the radio station, so to distance themselves from that, and I wonder if topics might have some. And then the last thing would be going after does one through whatever for whatever they said. And then the next question is, how do they differentiate between the decline in their business because of what was said on topics versus the fact that they were prosecuted in court, and that was probably on the news and followed. So with all of that, I am going to say no case. that when we come back, I will give my answer. I know, it's usually how it goes. Todd gives us all this circuitous logic and then says, that's not a case. Anyway. <laughs> hey, tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Hashtag us at case or no case or call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Jason Roth back here with Fred Penny, Managing Attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pinionassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. President Donald Trump says border security is crucial. He video tweeted last night that he plans to make a major announcement at 3 p.m. Eastern time this afternoon. We have to secure our southern border. If we don't do that, we're a very, very sad and foolish lot. An unnamed official tells CNN Trump plans to offer Democrats another proposal to end the shutdown, but won't back down from his demand for a border wall. Instead, the plan will seek to entice Democrats by offering other concessions. As the partial government shutdown continues into its fifth week, charitable organizations are donating free hot meals to federal contract workers affected by the shutdown. You know, I think this just really emphasizes the critical nature of the emergency that we're in right now. Folks are really hurting. Hardworking Americans who want to be doing their jobs, they're having to stand in line for a plate of food. That's Nate Mook, executive director of the World Central Kitchen. You're listening to USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. Pain in my neck, back, and shoulders has really gotten worse. Relief for body pain is here with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Well, the last thing I want is to take another pill, so what's so good about Sunny Bay Heating Pads? Sunny Bay Heating Pads, made by Biomed DB Design right here in the USA, come in all sizes. Our extra-large microwavable heating pad for back pain is designed to be large enough to cover your entire back. It's also perfect to wrap around your legs, knees, or shoulder and neck. But I need to know they're good quality. Of course, Sunny Sunny Bay heating pads and pillows are often an Amazon choice, and it's easy and most affordable when you purchase your Sunny Bay heating pads right from our website, sunshinepillows.com, or call us, 253-678-1361. Hey, a Sunny Bay heating pad would make a great gift, right? Yes, and they start at just $19.99 and free shipping is available. So call 253-678-1361 or shop for your Sunny Bay heating pad at sunshinepillows.com. All around the world, the world. This is Radiolawtalk.com. Radio Law Talk and Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to the show. Here's Todd Kunin and also Denise Dirks. 
Okay, so I gave this long, circuitous response, as Cal described it, and he expects me to say, no case, I think Cal is fooling everybody. But no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say that this is case. Okay. And, uh, and one of the things that I picked up on that you had said was um, something about, you know, they wanted to sue because now they, you know, it was shown that they didn't do it, and that is actually a big misconception in criminal law. When you are acquitted in criminal law, you're not found innocent. You're found not guilty. Basically, what you're saying is, well, we don't know whether you're innocent or not. What we do know is the prosecution did not prove this beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's how O.J. Simpson is found liable for the deaths of Ron and Nicole in a civil trial, but still acquitted in a criminal trial, the different burden of proof. So because of that, I don't think that they can go and say, ha, 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 it's defamation because we proved that it wasn't true. They still have to get in there, and truth is a defense, and I don't think they have a viable claim against topics because um, they're just a condo. I mean, if you had a viable claim against topics, then Facebook could be sued every time somebody posted something on their own page saying, I don't like you, and I don't like this, and whatever. They're, they're, they, they are not endorsing it. So I say it is a case, and the plaintiffs don't collect anything. Well, that's interesting. So both of you say it's a case. Okay, so he's going to get no, no, two no, points. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm, so both of you say this is a case. Denise, you say plaintiff recovers. Todd, you say defendant prevails. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me tell you how, because the question really is how far do freedom of speech laws go sometimes, isn't mm-hmm. it, when we talk about things like this? Yes. Well, here's what happened. This couple was acquitted of all charges against them. They were found not guilty. And I know there's a legal distinction between innocent and not guilty, but I... That's one of the unfair things, I think, about the system that we're talking Mm -hmm. about is just the fact that you've been accused leaves a little purple dye over your reputation for as long as you live, probably, in in some cases. But here's what happened. Mark and Rhonda Lester filed the lawsuit against anonymous commenters who accused them of being sexual deviants, molesters, drug dealers. And uh, Topics, by the way, used to be self-described as the country's largest local forum site. Well, guess what? They went there, they filed the case, so those of you who say it is a case, you are correct. Very nice. Now, Denise said that the plaintiffs prevailed and probably picked up maybe 350 each, something like that. Todd said the defendant prevailed and nobody got anything out of it except the lawyers who always walk away with some money jingling in their pocket, right? Well, well, the judge in this case ordered Topics to identify (laughs) the people who made the posts. And I said that. Yes, you did. He led the couple to it led the couple to a business owned by the husband of the woman who accused the couple of sexual assault in the first place. So she was posting all this nasty stuff, even though that she did not prevail in court on the criminal side. And so now you would ask the question, what kind of damage can you get out of that? And the answer is all told for all three of them. Oh, man. $13.8 million. Telling me oh, my gosh. $13.8 million. Tell me the money. Do, re, me. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is... Case 
or no case, and that means Denise gets two points, Mr. Kunin gets one, I get one if I were keeping score, but of course I'm not, and there we go. That you know, the, in- the, the interesting thing about that is then that not only, so after the criminal case, they just found that you're not guilty, right? Right. So if they sue the individual person who made the posts, okay, they're not going to win the case just by getting their identity. They get their identity, which tells them who to file against, which means it has to go, and if truth is a defense, that means even under the civil standard of preponderance, the alleged victim was unable to make their claim. Yeah, well, what's important, too, to note is that I almost, I lost it. It has to do with defamation, and the fact is it's per se. Um, Under some codes in some states, if you allege sexual assault or any of those type of things, it is called um, libel or defamation per se because it's automatically calling somebody a criminal. And so that makes the burden of proof a little less even, as as long as I can prove that it was not true. Yeah. And, and, and here's the point, is I believe that the judge and jury, if there was a jury in this case, and I don't know if it was a jury case or not, they listened to this and said, because they were found not guilty in court, there is no evidence that they are guilty of the things of which you are accusing them. Therefore, you have defamed their character. So even though their, re- their reputation is besmirched by the charges, apparently, it would appear to me, that at least in this civil case, somebody said, well, they were found not guilty in court. How can you keep posting stuff about them over here? You know, in the inch, I, I would have expected, and it's this is going to dovetail nicely into the first topic that we are going to talk about. So the question here, is, does an acquittal in a case absolutely help you down the road as the accused in in subsequent cases? Now, I would say in this case here, Cal, um, if I'm the if I'm the um, the poster of the information, okay, the, if I'm the the, the gossiper, the gossiper, yes, right. I'm going to say at trial that evidence of the acquittal should be should not be presented to the jury, right? Because evidence of the acquittal doesn't mean that it did or didn't happen. It just means it it wasn't proven based upon that standard of the of evidence. I can still bring a case, a civil case, for the exact same conduct and get relief. But in the small town of Clarksville, Texas, I'm betting everybody knew. Uh, maybe a change of venue motion that would, would be the next thing, would right? be appropriate or whatever. Right. And that gets us into Robert Durst because something very similar happened to him and interestingly enough right. it deals this with <laughs> this is uh, Robert Durst in the bathroom there right? there you go. with a hot mic and uh, you're caught he says and then he, <laughs> then he uh, burps or whatever he is he's doing there yeah. right of course this is the director's cut. <laughs> it actually is the director's cut. Yes. So, Arrest him, he says. Yeah, you're right. Arrest him, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Killed De- them all. Yeah. Denise, let's let's do a recap of Robert Durst and, and where we are. For those of you that are listening right now that have never heard us talk about Robert Durst, do you want to take a stab at the recap? Or, or maybe we'll just fill in the gaps together as we well, go along. Well, this is one of the topics we discussed early on in the show. Um, That's right. Almost two years ago. I know. I know. And, in fact, it made a big splash on uh, YouTube yep. because it was 
um, well, it was the noises that it, were made. It, it, it was the noises from the audio clip we just heard. Right. Yes. But it was sensational because he goes in the bathroom and says, kills them all. Of course I did it. Arrest. Go to jail. You know, all these other self-incriminating little lines. No complete sentences, just little phrases. Right. And he voluntarily did a documentary and was interviewed for that against the vice of his counsel. And uh, he incriminates himself. And so he, this is an, an interesting one. Durst's wife disappears. Yes. She completely disappears, and she's gone. No trace, no trail, nothing. And that's out in New York, right? That is, yes, in New York. Okay. That was back in 1982. That's right. And he had a confidant at the time. Yeah, a confidant who was a female. Her name was Berman, right? That's right. And Berman was a friend of his and uh, was thought to have helped him cover up the murder of his wife. Because it... He was suspected, but they could never get evidence to prove it. Then they, the police or the authorities found out about Berman, and they were on their way to go talk to her and interview her, and then what happens? She ends up dead. Yes. And They had found her body, though. They yes. did. Yeah. They found her body. And then he, uh, Durst was like, trying to hide out and he's living in the very poor means this is a very wealthy man he's an heir of like dupont huge... not dupont but some it's, some it's big it's fortune heir, yeah. is he's the heir of a of a construction company, oh, that real estate fortune, development real estate development right, fortune right, right, right. yeah they're worth, worth you know, hundreds of millions of dollars oh yes absolutely yes. and so he when he hides out he befriends this man whose name is his last name is black and they think that black ultimately discovered the true identity of Durst. Yes. Because he was pretending to be somebody else. And then Black disappears, and he's dismembered. Yeah, he, he disappears, and this is in Galveston, Texas, and his dismembered body was found in the bay, and they went back to Durst, and Durst admits that he dismembered the body, but said it was after an argument or something or a struggle where a gun went off, it was an accidental death, he freaked out, he dismembered the body, and he was acquitted in of Texas murder. of murder. And now he's on trial... And we're going to talk about the effect of that acquittal and what the current trial judge has ruled. Very poignant case or no case, Cal, because it's very similar to what Durst is going through. And when we come back, we will finish up the tale of Durst. All right. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Look away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. I am The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War One. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Hello, this is Dr. Bill Deagle, MD of Nutramedical.com, announcing the breakthrough Red Deer Velvet DR. It delivers the protective building blocks of all organs and tissues, allowing your own stem cells as architects and engineers to regenerate you. Not since fetal life, when aging does not occur, has such an amazing Nutramed been available to help heal you and regenerate you. Anti-aging requires that you correct mineral, activated nutraceutical, and jump the gene defects and poor diet you have to deliver the cellular tools for regeneration. 
You must remove old damaged cells and replace them with your young healthy cells to wind the biological clock to a younger you. Order your Red Deer Velvet DR now at Nutramedical.com 24-7 or 888-212-8871. That's Nutramedical, N-U-T-R-I, medical, M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com or call our order line 888-212-8871. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product, Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal hair care system is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. I'm Rick Osick, president of Famous Footwear. Every baby deserves the best possible start, but not all babies get one. March of Dimes is changing that. You can help us lead the fight for the health of all moms and babies. Join me and Famous Footwear to march for babies. Let's raise funds and be champions for families near and far. Together we are building a brighter future. Sign up for Famous Footwear's team today at marchforbabies.org. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. All right, so a quick, a quick recap of where we stand with Robert Durst. His first wife in New York went missing. Nobody ever knew where she went. Durst was suspected of being involved in that, but nobody could ever prove anything. He had a confidant named Berman who he may have confided in that uh, he was responsible or whatever. Several years later, when the police were on their way to go and interview Berman in California, she shows up dead and Durst goes on the run. 
They still don't really have a whole lot of evidence to go after Durst for Berman's death or, or whatnot. Berman shows up in Galveston, Texas, where yet another person shows up dead, a neighbor, and whose body, what dismembered body, was found in a bay. Durst was prosecuted for that and acquitted because they could not prove that he killed with malice aforethought. His defense was that there was a fight over a gun. He just freaked out and dismembered the body. So he's acquitted of that murder. Happens all the time. Well, you would think that he would be found guilty of hindering prosecution or something. How about abuse of Right, hiding evidence, yes. obstruction of justice. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. something. So HBO does a documentary about Durst and, you know, the various bullets that he has dodged. And while do and he does this documentary interview over against the advice of counsel, and while the microphone is still on and he goes to the restroom, he makes some what some would consider very incriminating comments in the restroom, ostensibly in response to the questions that he was being fielding, asked. being asked, and his responses were, you know, in the bathroom, thinking he's in his own privacy. He says, "You're caught. What the hell did I do?" Kill them all, of oh. course. And so, right? Well, that arrest me, uh, arrest lot. them, or something. Yeah. So other we just little phrases like that. Weird yeah, fr- it I was mean, weird. And the guy's not mentally right. Most people yes. agree that he's got some. Yeah. Do uh, you know he was married, right? Well, that, that explains that. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's married, and when he was in jail... <laughs> oh, you guys. It's a joke. It's yes, a joke. yes, okay. Okay. It's sanity's hereditary. You get it from your spouse. Okay. So, um, Wait, when he was in jail for um, being tried on the Black case, for yes. the murder of Black, his he had a jail t- uh, conversation with his wife, which was taped. And what he did was he was practicing what he was going to say about his testimony on Black. And he asked his wife if the tone of his voice sounded sincere. And she said, yes. And so they were able to use that also as part of the black trial. Yes. And so so what happens now is when he has this hot mic incident, well, that really raises the stakes for the California unsolved murder case relating to Berman, and now they believe they have enough, and they go after him. So now he's in California facing trial for the murder of Berman, and the question is, to what extent does his involvement or association with the previous killings constitute evidence that the prosecution can use in his current murder case? And this was the bombshell verdict that was delivered by the court, decision delivered by the court recently. And it was Judge Mark Windham that uh, delivered the decision. About the Galveston case, where he said that the jury will be able to hear the evidence of the case in Galveston, even though he was acquitted, because he admitted that he dismembered the body. Okay, he's. This is not a. It, I wasn't there. I, I got the alibi. Who done it? Type thing. He admitted that he dismembered the body, and the court ostensibly allows this under a theory that this is how he operates when he wants to get rid of evidence. Yeah, and specifically, the judge said um, that he, the events seem to be so intertwined. The events, yep. meaning all three of the uh, deaths, murders, whatever, seem to be. So 
so intertwined, and it would be up to the jurors to decide if the two killings were part of an effort to dodge the New York detectives. Um, so the judge actually found that because uh, Durst himself was going undercover and trying to hide and do all this stuff, and that's how he met Black, he that the whole series of events are intertwined, and that the jury has to hear so, all of them. Now, the judge has to do something, right? The judge is going to have to give really good instructions to those jurors about what this evidence that they're using in another case can even be used for. That, that's right. So, so here's here's the way the law works, okay? And, and this can be confusing for some people, but this is the way that it works. Under Evidence Code Section 1101 in California, all right, that, base, that code's basic, code section basically says that evidence of somebody's previous conduct cannot be used to prove their conduct on a specific occasion. So, so let's take a DUI, for example. All right, if, if, if I got pulled over for drunk driving and I was facing trial for drunk driving and I had a prior drunk driving offense uh, two years earlier, the jury wouldn't hear about that prior drunk driving offense while they're trying to determine whether or not I was guilty here of the new one. Because you don't want the jury to go, well, you know, if you did it before, he probably did it now. Okay? They'll hear the evidence of it later when they determine whether or not there's an enhancement for it. But while they're trying to determine whether or not a person is guilty of the offense, they can't hear the evidence of the prior offense because it would taint their decision, right? Except. But isn't there such a thing as showing a pattern of behavior prosecutorial? There's the exception. Because 1101B, subdivision B, says an exception to that rule is if you are using the evidence to show a common motive, plan, a scheme, it's part of an overall course of conduct. And what they would be using this evidence to show is that Durst's actions in the previous case, especially Galveston, constitute and are demonstrative of the way he goes about hiding evidence. And he admitted that he dismembered the body and threw it into the bay, and if he's going to dismember and discard human remains that way, it's logical to think that as part of his plan, how he does things, that may be what he did here. They would use that to contradict his, I had nothing to do with it kind of stuff. But the jurors are not going to be allowed to use that evidence to say he killed Berman exactly. They're going to be very limited because this evidence is very prejudicial uh, to Durst, and so the, the judge is going to have to figure out exactly what its purpose is for being used in the Berman death trial. But but here's the thing with those instructions. I get the instructions and you have to trust that the jury will will follow them. But it's really hard to have people expect that they're going to put on blinders and not consider it. To me, it's kind of like telling someone, okay, I want you to swim in the non-chlorine section of the pool. <laughs> you know, if, if, I, if I put chlorine in a pool, it's going to go everywhere. You know it's going to go everywhere. If I walk into a restaurant that allows smoking and non-smoking, guess what? I can sit in the non-smoking section of the restaurant. I'm going to smell smoke. I'm going to, I lived in Nevada. I know what it's like. Okay, I, that's going to happen. And, and um, to tell a juror... Okay, here's the evidence that he dismembered a body and doing all that. And you can tell the jury, you can jury, you can only consider this for common motive. All that really tells the juror is when you decide to find the guy guilty, make sure you don't say, well, he did it before he probably did it this time. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really well, hard to ask them not when, to when say you, it. We, I mean, just think about it. He, you're going to find out the jurors are going to be told about his wife because that's what he was trying to evade was prosecution for the death of his wife. And then they're going to be told about Black uh, and, and the dismemberment of Black. And then they're going to have before him Perman, who was his best friend, and he apparently ambushed her or allegedly ambushed her and then shot her in the back of the head. So, you know, what juror is going to say this man who's had three deaths around him, one of which he admits to dismembering, is not guilty? It, it, I it, mean, they're going to they're going to they're going to convict him. I think so. And, you know, and the, and I think the, so, too. And the fact of the matter is also one thing the jury has not, or the judge has not decided is whether or not those tapes from HBO are going to come in. Okay, his his surreptitiously or the recorded tape, whether or not that's going to come in evidence. I think that is just a matter of the judge hasn't ruled on it yet, but it's got to come in. I think it, it's it coming in. in. It did before, by the way. The one so. thing, why the one, wouldn't it? I exactly. mean, why wouldn't it? The yeah. one thing that's going to be set up here is it sets this up for an appeal. They're going to say that the jury was so unfairly prejudiced by allowing the Galveston evidence to come in that that they couldn't distinguish between the two and we'll see what happens but that folks takes us to the end of our first hour stay with us we've got more to come a lot of exciting topics and uh, you can call in and talk to us Yep, that's on Radio Law Talk. You've got the number, Denise, right? Yep, 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-529-7234. I know you're out there, and I know you want to call in. You can do so. Hours 2 and 3 coming up on Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Radio Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com.